Sign up to The Economist for in-depth curated expert analysis of world events and topics ranging from business and culture to science and technology. You'll get the weekly digital edition, online-only articles, curated newsletters on politics, the markets, science, culture and China, and full access to The Economist Podcast Plus. The Economist is independent journalism for independent thinking. Go to economist.com and get your first month free. Why is it that with sparkling water, I'm always playing guessing games with what flavor I'm drinking? Is it citrus? Is it aluminum can flavored? Mm, not sure. Sparkling ice, though, they really mean flavor. Like in-your-face flavor. Orange mango, black raspberry. Don't even get me started on the strawberry lemonade. Kiwi strawberry slid right into my taste buds DMs last night and let them know who's boss. No subtleties there and no sugar either. But it does have vitamins and antioxidants. Find sparkling ice at a major grocery store or club retailer near you. Sparkling ice. Anything but subtle. This is the Joe Pag Show. To talk to Joe, call 888-941-PAGS. And now, it's Joe Pags. My pleasure to have you. Glad to have you along for the ride. Your boy Joe Pags, along with Kerry Lockie. Polo's getting it done. Sam's in the house as well. It is a Wednesday version of the Joe Pag Show. Another big hour coming your way. We've got a lot of big stories to come to, uh, to, to bring you today. And, you know, the whole New York situation always gets me. It just gets me because I don't get it. I don't understand the delusion. I think that they think, the people who run these big cities, I think they think if they just say it, we'll just believe them. Now, I don't know specifically what this is, but it appears to be Eric Adams saying something is better in New York than it was before. And um, I'm here to tell you it's not. The crime is through the roof in New York. They're not prosecuting anybody. They've got catch and release when it comes to criminals. They've got people that are being arrested for, for violent crimes that are getting no cash bail, just walking out. Alvin Bragg is spending his time trying to prosecute Trump instead of prosecuting crime. You know, People are being uh, carjacked where you never used to see that in New York. People are being raped and mugged. You never used to see that, not for a long time. Giuliani got rid of that. And yeah, Bill de Blasio was horrible. He was horrible. It's like Mayor Adams is trying to outdo him. It's very, very strange. And they're a sanctuary city. Complaining about the $2 billion they allegedly spent on illegal aliens being sent there, which blows my mind. I thought you were a sanctuary city. I thought you wanted them. And again, you don't have to spend $2 billion. You could put them on a plane and spend like $100 million and send them all back to where they came from. But Carrie, I, I did not, I just saw the headline. I did not read through this story. What exactly is Eric mm-hmm. Adams bragging about? Is he uh, bragging? This is. Well, yeah, a little bit. Uh, this is from the Daily Mail. New York City Mayor Eric Adams has taken credit for bringing the Big Apple back from the brink as he played down the ongoing migrant crisis during his third State of the City address. The first-term Democrat took a cheerful tone during the yearly speech in the Bronx on Wednesday, touting the city's lower crime rates, higher employment numbers, and claiming tourism is booming. The state of our city is strong, far stronger than it was when we came into office, Adams said. New York City is becoming a place where everyone has the opportunity to make it. And despite the city's shelters, including hotels, being currently overwhelmed with migrants and without federal aid in sight, Adams claimed the future of our city has never looked brighter. And he took issue with the speech's optimistic nature as New York is currently dealing with a humanitarian crisis and that Adams himself has warned will end the city as we know it, if not addressed. I mean, I don't understand. What, what, what is the food or drug that he's taking that makes him think that somehow think tourism is booming 
tourist That's came. What he said. Is he considering illegal aliens tourists? Well, he must be, right? I, I, don't know. I don't know. A lot of high quality hotels are going to illegal aliens. Yeah. I mean, you've got people taking over schools that are here illegally. You've got you've got people who can't walk the street. They're afraid at night. And he said the crime rate is down. Well, let me break that down. Yeah. And I don't have the numbers in front of me. But when you've got an ultra-liberal city or state, like let's say California, for example, as being run by hair gel, Gavin Newsom will brag about how the crime rate is down, how the incarceration rate is down, how the arrest rate is down or something. Well, when you change the laws that literally say you can steal $950 worth of stuff, okay, and... You won't be prosecuted if it's 949. At 9.50, we'll prosecute you, allegedly. You can just walk in, steal all the crap you want, whereas before, that would be charged with petty larceny, maybe grand larceny if it's over 500. They literally changed the law to say it is basically like a speeding ticket if you steal $940 worth of stuff. At 9.50, it rises to the level of we're actually going to arrest you now and prosecute you. So the person who's still committing the crime, if you steal $873 worth of stuff, that's still a criminal act. That person isn't even being confronted. They might be videotaped if you're lucky, but that's it. They're not being confronted. They're not being arrested. They're not being put in handcuffs and taken to jail. Not being booked and facing a judge. So now you can say... We didn't arrest the, uh, one person yesterday. We didn't book that person. We didn't put them in front of a judge. We didn't put them in a holding cell. We didn't prosecute them later. There wasn't a court date put. Yeah, you've got less prosecution, less arrests, and you can claim it's less crime. If California came out yesterday or today and said murder is no longer a crime and they stopped counting murder, they could say the crime rate's down. Look at that. Fewer crimes are committed. It depends on what you're calling a crime. It depends on what you're calling a criminal act. So in New York City, where they're not prosecuting people who are rioting, mobbing, stealing everything out of the Gucci store or the, the Nike store or the Apple store, if you're not going to prosecute those people, you're not going to arrest those people, yes, arrests are down. You can say that. You can say uh, prosecutions are down. You can say incarceration is down. But you can't say that companies that are in New York City with these storefronts are doing better. Let's get their numbers. Let's get their numbers. Let's get the numbers of those who are stealing from Dwayne Reed in New York, which is their drugstore, or CVS in, in every other town USA, or from Target. They can't even afford their, their, their theft insurance anymore, these places. So what we're doing is we're pretending... Things that are crimes to anybody who's a logical thinker are not. And if we say they're not crimes and we don't arrest people for it and we don't prosecute them for it, you can say crime is down, arrests are down, prosecution is down, incarceration is down. Right. Because the criminals are doing anything they want. They're literally, and Carrie, you read this story probably six, eight months ago, was some mm -hmm. council member out of, out of Chicago who was trying to say, please don't shoot anybody between this hour and that hour. Yes, right, right, right. They thought if we give them the okay to shoot people between like 9 and 4 a.m. or something, then uh, then shootings will be down. 
they're like trying to do all these twists and turns to make it seem as though the numbers are better than they are. But the people of New York know they're fleeing the state. They're fleeing the city. People are fleeing California. There's a story yesterday that I didn't get to where California is asking former residents to stop complaining about California. I mean, this is this is bizarro world. This is upside down, 180 degrees the wrong way world. It, it doesn't make sense that you would ask people, don't say why you left the state. You left the state because it's run by a bunch of idiots. You're leaving New York City because it's run by idiots. You're leaving Chicago, it's run by idiots. You're leaving fill-in-the-blank city or state that has decided that crime doesn't mean anything. Criminals can do anything they want. But I kid you not, when we went to Memphis a couple of years ago, and went to Graceland. We went to, to a burger joint, checkers or rallies or something. And we pulled in at like 8.30 at night. And there was literally what appeared to be crime activity, criminal activity going on. And the people working there were like, yeah, yeah you, you should probably just go. We don't have any burgers. You should probably just go. There's all sorts of stuff going on and nobody there to enforce anything. It was just fine. Do whatever you want. And if you look at the numbers, the Memphis crime numbers have always exploded. And it might be coming down now. Why? Because we're not prosecuting crime. So when Eric Adams walks out and pretends that tourism is up, it's not. Unless he's counting illegals, because they're from outside of the area. Maybe he's calling them tourists. You never know. And when he, when he talks about how crime is down, yes, on the books, crime appears to be down. Ask Curtis Lee why if crime is down. Go ride the subway tomorrow in New York City. Tell me how it's going. Go ahead. Go do that. Tell me how crime is down. Tell me how you weren't afraid. Tell me how you didn't worry about being mugged or, or held up or stabbed or something else. Because you can't. What they're saying is patently untrue. They're saying it because they really think somebody's going to believe it. Maybe he wants more donations for his reelection campaign. Who knows why he says something like this? But it's patently untrue. And the people of New York are smarter than that. And they're not just going to put up with it. Just like the people of California are smarter than that. But instead of staying in California and fixing your own damn state, you're showing up in places like Texas and Florida. And, and you're bringing with you many times some of your politics. Don't. Make sure you make a change. What you did that ruined where you came from, don't do it where you're going. It's actually very simple. Because you voted for, for Gavin Newsom. You voted for, for Gil Garcetti. You voted for uh, for these idiots that are running these cities and these DA offices. You've allowed for, for money to come in from Soros and other left-wing idiots. You've allowed them to trick you with their ads. You've got to literally sit down and think to yourself, why do we have this ridiculous DA? Why are they not prosecuting crime? Is that somehow making up for past indiscretions where minorities were treated worse than white people? No, it's not fixing anything. It's just making it an unsafe place to live. And fill in the blank city. You know, you often hear people like Hillary Clinton say something like, you know, the crime is much worse in red states than blue states. What she never brings up is, what cities are you talking about? Are you talking about metropolis areas? Are you talking about St. Louis? Are you talking about, you know, Terre Haute? I don't know. What cities are you, Indianapolis? Are you talking about Houston or Dallas? What, what are you talking San Antonio? What are you talking about? Because those cities are all blue, and they're all in states that are red. So you can say red state crime is worse than blue state crime, but if you break it down by the city, and I don't have it in front of me, but I think 19 of the top 20 worst cities for crime in this country are run by Democrats. 
and it's not getting any better unless they play this word game again and say, well, crime's down. Look, here are the numbers. Look at this. Theft is way down. Felonious theft is way down. Grand larceny is down. Right, you change the laws. Come on, man. And it's and it, it's not getting any better. It's why I always get mad at Minnesota. I love you guys in Minnesota. But the reason why I say, what tells the matter with you, Minnesota, is because as the, as the bird flies over, you are a red state. And you keep allowing for these conglomerations in Minneapolis-St. Paul to decide everything for the state. doesn't make any sense. Like in Washington, you, you let places like Seattle decide everything for your state. Like Oregon, you let uh, Portland decide everything for your state. You guys need to take a state. Stop moving away from Portland. Stop moving away from Minneapolis-St. Paul. Stop moving away from Dallas. Stay there. Put your foot down. Dig in. Don't allow for left-wing Marxism to take over, change the laws, have crime through the roof, and make themselves look like they've done something good. I understand George Soros has a lot of money, but you don't always have to fall for the advertising. Watch advertising like I do, and I think that I do it right. Watch advertising and ask yourself, what are they advertising? What are they really saying? Who are these people really? Oh, you, you want to be the DA in the area? Let me look you up and see what you really, where you really stand on crime, on theft, on rape. Where do you really stand on, on enforcing law versus putting your political persuasion in there? And then make a good decision. Don't let the, the dirty money come in, the Marxist money come in and change your mind. Because you literally have elected people that have changed the laws to mean that crime isn't crime anymore. And then you've got Eric Adams, this, this idiot, going out there and finding a, a microphone and talking about how great the city's doing. The city's falling apart. The city's losing people like a sieve. 888-941-PAGS, 888-941-7247, JoePags.com. What are your thoughts on this? Let me tell you about Superbeats. Superbeats, amazing. They taste great. It's like a treat. It's not like a supplement. It's not like a medicine-y taste, anything like that. They taste wonderful. And two of these a day are going to give you that great heart health support that you're looking for. In fact, paired to the healthy lifestyle, the antioxidants in Superbeats are clinically shown to be nearly two times more effective at promoting normal blood pressure than a healthy lifestyle alone. They really do get the job done. A lot of times, and as I get older, I feel this, you start getting tired later on in the day. You start losing that energy level that you love, that energy level that you need to go and, and bowl or, or play some tennis or maybe go play with the grandkids or maybe just stay awake at work. Whatever it happens to be, Superbeats Heart Chew is going to give you great support for your nitric oxide production, your blood pressure, your blood flow, your circulation, all of that, and then some. Clinically studied as well. So I want you to go check these out. Support your heart health with Superbeats Heart Chews. Get a free 30-day supply of Superbeats Heart Chews and a free full-size bag of turmeric chews valued at $25 by going to joelovesbeats.com. Get this exclusive offer only at that website, joelovesbeats.com. Do it right now. We're back after this. Don't be an A-dub. Stay with the Joe Pag Show. With Kizik Hands Free Shoes, motion sounds something like this. Kizik helps you experience the magic of motion. With over 200 patents and easy on, easy off technology, you'll never have to touch your shoes again. There are hundreds of styles and colors, plus a squish like nothing you've ever felt. For a limited time, get a free pair of socks with your first order at kizik.com socks. In luck, I've got time for some sound bites and some video from 
Kamala Harris, from Nancy Pelosi, from Kareem Jean-Pierre. This guy, Gary, could be great. Got audio from all of them. It certainly sounds like one it. hell of a lineup, Good right? Party. One hell of a lineup. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Nancy wait. Pelosi talks about Trump's faux pas last week, where he—I don't know if you saw this—but he kept on saying Nikki Haley, Nikki Haley. That he talked about how Nikki Haley didn't uh, accept the National Guard troops that was um, uh, that were offered mm-hmm. to her, and she said, "Well, I, he was talking about me, not Nikki Haley. He was talking about Nancy Pelosi." Then, then she claims that he never offered it or whatever, something like that. So we'll, we'll have her commenting on that. And she talks about his cognitive issues, which is so stupid, knowing that every time Joe Biden is anywhere near, anywhere near a microphone or a camera or a teleprompter, he's going to screw up somehow. I mean, honestly. But, but they think that we'll just believe it. They think we'll just buy it. And it's not okay. So we'll have that. Also, Kamala Harris talks about how you can have deep, held religious beliefs and still be cool with abortion doesn't say it like that but that's what she means we'll have that too and Corinne Jean-Pierre um I don't know I'll be honest Carrie can I be honest with you no please I don't know where she's from she says she's an immigrant I don't know where she mm-hmm. do you know where she's from uh not offhand I don't. You see if you can check that for me. Uh, I don't know check. if her, yeah. maybe English isn't her first language, I'm not sure, but she messes up almost as badly as Joe Biden does, and one would assume that she is not cognitively impaired like he is. So, I mean, I don't know where she's originally from. Anything popping up at you? Uh, France, I believe. She's from France. Well, with that name, um, I get it. Let me see. Uh, oh. she, oh, I'm sorry. She was born in Fort de France in Martinique, the daughter of Haitian immigrants. Okay, so she was born in Martinique. Born in Mar- Martinique. Who, who runs Martinique? France. France, I believe. Yes. Okay, and then she she was born of immigrants from Haiti, thus Corinne right. Jean Pierre, because Jean Pierre would be something that's a French name. The official language of Haiti is French, although they speak Creole there. Um, so, do we know when she? How old she was? Does it say how old she was when she came here? Um, I wonder if French is her original language, because she messes up a lot. Uh, it does not It doesn't say, like, early say, life? I know Jean-Pierre graduated from Kellenberg Memorial High School, a college prep school in Long Island in 1993. Okay. okay. Um, it doesn't say when she, when, she, when she came here. Okay. All right. I mean, I'm assuming that she's somebody who's been speaking English a long time. I'm just going to make that assumption. And she's the press secretary for the president, and she messes up every single day. So we'll have some sound from her, some video as well, if you guys want to see it. We'll have something from Kamala Harris, also from Nancy Pelosi. In the meantime, to the phone line, it's going to be uh, 888-941-PAGS, 888-941-7247, JoePags.com. Anthony, what's going on in Texas? Hi. Yeah, hey, uh, wanted to talk, you, you, you were mentioning. Mentioning what? Saying it seems like they're lying. They're lying outright on what they're saying, right? Well, they're, they're not actually lying. It's just we're not asking the right questions that are follow-ups to their lies, or what we seem to be their lies is they're speaking a code speak, <clears throat> and, and, and that's why they can get up in front of these microphones and speak with such conviction is that they're actually uh, very convicted with what the, they're saying is true, and it is. When somebody stands up in front of a microphone and says the plan is actually working and the border's, the border's secure, yeah, uh, it, their plan is working great, but you've got to follow up the question and understand exactly what their plan is. And if their plan is to destroy the country, they can get up and say that with a straight face and with conviction. 
and and every politician and every bureaucrat that's been in front of Congress that I've watched, I've watched their 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 testimony and look at what they're saying. And if you if you if you put that through the lens of Cloward Pliven, uh, Cloward Pliven, and understand what their objectives are, then yes, they're they're actually just out to destroy the country. And if you put it in that lens, they're speaking the truth. Hey, Anthony, I appreciate it. It's Cloward and Piven, and I appreciate you going there. I, and I talked about Cloward and Piven a lot. I, in fact, had Grover Norquist on to explain exactly what it, what it is. And, um, and you're right on that level, but you're not right that they're telling what they believe to be true. They are not, they're telling a lie, and they know they're lying. And they know that they're, they're telling the truth by the numbers that they've changed, by the policies that they've changed. And I, I know that when you say we aren't asking, you're not talking about me because I always ask the right questions. Um, the media is not asking the right questions because they want it to be like that. Um, these people don't believe what they're saying. They're saying it because they can now back it up with the, with the fudge numbers that they made up. All right, so Corrine Jean-Pierre moved to Queens, New York when she was five. Been speaking English ever since. And um, at the end of the day, you should be able to speak better than, than what we get from her on, on any given day. She messes up today, doesn't try to correct it again. And I just want to see if you catch it. 888-941-PAGS, JoePags.com. Stay here. This is the Joe Pags Show.